Mind of May and Mind of God, number 19. It's December the 3rd, 2006, first Sunday of Advent. Hi, Dave. Hello, Rainer. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Is that like a Johnny Carson thing or what? Right you are, sir. I mean, that, that's my Ed McMahon. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. That makes me Johnny Carson, then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Now, I, I, I've told you that dream I had about when I was on the Johnny Carson show, right? Did you? Well, I don't know if I did or not. I had a, I had a dream one night, and uh, I was on the Johnny Carson show, sitting on the, you know, in the couch or the chairs next to Johnny, and he, he kind of leans over to me, and he says, you know, you're a terrific clown. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I was one of the best dreams. I, I was very uh, pleased by that dream. So being a clown is one of your uh, goals in life? Is that your one saying? of them. Yeah. I think so. Okay. I, I, mean, I guess that's what we're doing here then, right? It's important to have a clown in round. <laughs> it's important to have a clown around, I think. It's true. You know, joy is one of the telltale marks of the Holy Spirit. I'm good with that. There you go. There you so. go. I mean, although I'm kind of a... I, I don't know about you, but I think you know the regular circus clowns are kind of creepy and scary. Yes, and it, there's you know there's always a lot of like uh, horror stuff that has to do with clowns too. You know, they get all that makeup on and they're crazy, you know. Yeah, they're creepy. Yeah, they're kind of creepy too, and, and scary, and you know, why are their feet so big? And <laughs> why are their feet so big? Their nose so round? Exactly. Uh, what have they got in all those floppy clothes there? I don't know. It's it's it's, it's wrought with mystery. <laughs> I don't know if mystery is the correct word, but <laughs> yes, some sort of hidden agenda. Anyway, clowns have hidden agendas. <laughs> all right, stop clowning around here. All right. Okay, so you know Advent. It's the beginning of the church year, and uh, we're looking forward to. The coming of salvation. I don't know. Okay, now Advent. Now, how long does that go? How long does Advent last? There's four Sundays of Advent. And then, and then, then what happens? Then it's Christmas. Oh, so it's like waiting for God to show up. Yes, it. It. I don't know. It's about like the four thousand years that the. Hebrews waited for the coming of Jesus since Abraham or something. I see. Or it, four was just a good number for them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Right. I... But, but this year is actually sort of odd in that it's always four Sundays. Uh-huh. Right? So today is, what, the third? Mm-hmm. And four Sundays from now is actually the 24th, oh. which is Christmas Eve. Oh. So it's like that day, in theory, you're supposed to go to church in the morning for... Advent, right? Your normal Sunday Mass. But then, by the time it gets to be 5 o'clock, they're doing Christmas Eve Masses. So, <laughs> I don't know. So, so realistically, what happens? Do you, do you get to go once and then you're covered? Or? I think most people just skip the Sunday Mass, would be my guess. <laughs> so, because I'll probably go to Midnight Mass anyway, but... I like that Midnight Mass stuff. Me too. Plus the fact that since... Our mass that we play for Sunday is always at five o'clock. We won't have it that day because they'll be doing the Christmas Eve masses already. So it's like a day off for us. <laughs> Good for you. Christmas comes early for you then, huh? I don't know. I guess. Um. Okay. So what? What? What do we want to talk about today? Well, I don't know. Waiting for 
salvation salvation here's here's what the gospels from luke and they said you know jesus said hey there'll be signs in the sun moon and stars and all terrible things will happen and people will die of fright in the anticipation is what coming for the powers of the heaven will be shaken and you'll see the son of man coming in a cloud and he says but when these things happen stand erect and raise your heads because your redemption is at hand beware that your hearts do not grow drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life good, good words always <laughs> yes and blah be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are intimate and to stand before the son of man that's what i'm praying for right now <laughs> to deal with your tribulations Yes, and I have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent. <laughs> um, so this is all about preparation. The way the way that sounds, though, it sounds as if there's going to be some heavy heavy stuff coming down, like well, you know, yes, your loins and whatnot, as they say. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's kind of. Uh, I think the church looks at it as two things. Yeah, you're waiting for Christmas and the coming but you know it harkens you back to the thoughts of yes basically we're all really waiting for the end of the world whatever that means right yeah i mean it's sort of a dual kind of thing yes rather than just worry about shopping all the time you know four weeks until christmas <laughs> go out there and spend all your money you should be in a stage of preparation to... Well, I, I don't have that problem because I don't have any money anymore. So. I don't have any money either, and, you know, I... <laughs> I'm sort of out of that whole Christmas thing. Me too. I've been out of it for a while. We we keep trying to put... I mean, I, I'm not against Christmas. I just don't do the money thing so right. much because I don't have any, and it bothers me. <laughs> oh, sure. That it's all about buying presents. Hmm. So... But anyways, back to our story. <laughs> yeah. So, so, go on. You were talking about preparation. It's not all about just... Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, we're preparing to receive Jesus into our hearts when he comes, you know, in human form. At The manifestation happens at Christmas. And, but, but I mean, in reality, we're always supposed to be waiting, being preparing to receive Jesus when we... Well, well, well let me, let me, I had a thought about that. Yeah. Well, shouldn't you be living in the moment a little bit, though, too? Why, why always be looking into the future? It can't, it don't, like, that, doesn't that get abused a little bit with all this millennial stuff and people, apocalyptic stuff, and, well, nothing matters because it's all going to come to a fiery end anyways? So, I mean, shouldn't we be living and loving and doing all that good stuff in the present? Yes. <laughs> Okay. I mean, actually, I was just going to say that, you know, the, the the fact that we're waiting to receive Jesus and preparing our hearts, I mean, realistically, like, let's say you, okay, well, I've done this before. I'm starting to get back into it a little bit. Like, if you go to daily mass, right, mm -hmm. every day you're receiving Jesus mm -hmm. into your heart, body, soul. So, yeah, every day is a preparation, and, you know, now that you get him, yeah, I I should be living that way now. But it's true that you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, this world is, you know, coming to an end. And yeah, it is, but this is also, I mean, God is not spirit. 
I mean, he is, but he's not pure spirit. I mean, man is body and soul, so yeah, the life we're living now should be part of God's work and not, oh well, you know, let's all... <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but, you know, kneel in front of the sacrament until Jesus comes. I, I'm good with that. <laughs> you know, I, I think visiting the Eucharist, you know, is good, but if that's everything in your life, then how are you helping God create his kingdom now i mean isn't that shouldn't you live it every day like you said right. yes <laughs> well that does bring up a dichotomy that is there between being in the world and of the world and being in the present but not being so caught up in the present but not being so caught up in the future i mean it's it's a little bit of a, a tightrope there in a way yeah, so it's a balance it's always a balance right i mean like you're saying yes we are in the world and this is where we are doing what we do but we yeah have to try to not be of it so much right. and try to transform it into you know the world of god your kingdom come is what we say right yeah <laughs> and we need to try and help that happen daily despite the world so that is a challenge <laughs> yes <laughs> isn't it though? i've been finding it a challenge lately huh I've been finding it a challenge lately. It's so so easy to get tied up in all the minutia of your own particular struggle. Well, and and some of it isn't always minute either, right? I oh mean, yeah, some of it is big. You get all kinds of, I mean, life assails you. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, in various ways, and and okay, how do I? How is this part of the plan? How can I make this work? What does this have to do with? You know, what I'm supposed to be doing, making right. things better, I don't know. Well, it's hard to see everything as part of the plan sometimes, isn't it? But I guess it all is. But especially the bad crap that happens. Yes. God can draw straight with crooked lines, though. Yeah? <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Oh, somebody did. It, I didn't make it up. No, I don't forget who said it, though. Well, it's like, I have an earache. I've had this earache for, like, a couple of weeks, and well, how does how in you know unintended God's name does this like fit into any plan particularly? Um, but I suppose it does. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I illness, mean, I don't know. Illness and delays, all that stuff that just doesn't seem like it's part of our plan. Well, somehow it must fit in there somewhere. Yeah, we don't understand the big plan, and and that's true. I have always found illness and timing to be part of God's tool bag, right? Because it's stuff that he can change the world on you with little things. <laughs> I mean, suddenly I was going to do all this, but now I'm too sick to do all this. Right. Or, gee, this little thing happened that made me miss this event, and so now suddenly things are totally different than I was planning on. Right. But maybe it's not really my plan, so that's probably fine. <laughs> So. I have a hard time with that. My my plan versus the other deal. That that that's a struggle. It's a struggle to just let go to the other plan. I I don't, I don't really do it that well. I don't think. I know, but see, that's why we have these seasons like Advent, where you go, yeah, let me rethink or relook at what I'm doing. You know, and. Well, so, like, what are you supposed to do these four? How do you prepare? What What are things that you 
what what what's recommended or what what is the process? I don't know. Part of some of it is it's somewhat lent like in the sense that you're supposed to, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I got a brochure last week at church that events that happen in, uh, you know, Advent. It's not so structured because actually because most people are busy shopping you know or, or putting up their christmas decorations right but i mean it's just a point to stop to reflect a little bit the the liturgy tones down a little bit so that there's a contrast you know on christmas where you yeehaw he's here <laughs> yeah so i don't know just reflect i mean you know that your standard try and re um point your life maybe go to confession yeah you know <laughs> like get a little more internal and and yes. reflective of where you're going what you're doing pay it, pay it, yeah pay attention to what am i doing and how does this relate rather than oh it's status quo and you know i've always thought that this whole christmas uh frenzy I, i've always been real suspect of it it's almost like even if even when you go back to pagan times that this holiday was intended to be a time of going inward, just because, I mean, generally in Northern Hemisphere anyways, the, the weather is such that it's cold and there's snow and, you know, you kind of close in. And, and it, it always seems so kind of um, opposite to the general inclination that nature has and that people would tend to have with all this, like, outward stuff, you know? Yes. Actually, I'm evil, but <laughs> that's what I've been saying to Mike, right? Because we go to, I had to drive to school every day, and yeah. and it's probably dark when we still leave. Anyway, you know, everybody's got all their decorations out, right? Houses are lit and everything. And I say, yeah, those are all the Protestants. <laughs> because they think that Christmas starts now and ends on Christmas Day. And in reality, Christmas season starts on Christmas Day and goes to the Epiphany. I mean, the season of Christmas right. begins the 24th, and everybody else is taking down their lights on the 26th, right. and I'm putting mine up then. <laughs> is that what you do? Well, yeah, I've, or, or I just skip it, but <laughs> but I'm like, no, this isn't Christmas. I mean, this is Advent. I'm sorry. Yeah. But see, you know, I mean, if you're a Protestant, I learned that when I was hanging around with some Protestants, that they don't have all these seasons. I thought it was, you know, it's Lent and it's Advent and it's... Oh, you mean they, it's more just concentrating on the holiday versus... Well, no, it's just like it's everything's constant. I mean, all this is part of our tradition, which they reject, right? As, you know, Catholic inventions. So all they have is the Bible, and so they say, well, okay, so Christmas happens and, yeah, Easter happened. Oh, I see. But, but the rest of the, you know, traditions and everything, it's like... They kind of lead up to the holidays. Yeah, they don't. They don't even have it. They don't even know it exists. Kind of. I mean, some of them do, but yeah, yeah. some some of them don't. And and then you talk to them, says, "Well, it's Advent." They go, "It's what?" Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, like you're saying, it's a season of preparing. But yeah, they they think that means put your lights up and go shopping. <laughs> well, now let's not cast aspersions. No, I, I'm not saying that. Okay. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, trying. That's what I'm saying. I I'm not trying to diss them. I'm just saying that. That's not in 
the Bible, quote unquote, right? Right. So therefore, it doesn't exist. Right. And you go, yeah, well, this is a tradition that's been happening for thousands of years, and I mean, well, it's it's kind of the the, the tradition kind of grew out of the holidays in terms of. A, in terms of an understanding of the spiritual nature of the holiday, so the Advent or Lent or those kinds of things, yeah, um, you know, as prep- as preparatory for the holiday, kind of grew out of the understanding. Well, yeah, so I'm going to try and survive until Christmas is my objective, and yeah. then <laughs> try to make it through it. I don't know. Does this seem well, relevant to foosball at all? Uh Preparing, I don't know if it does. This might be the first one that really, but but let's 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 take a whack at it anyway. Um, <laughs> um, well, I I've never been a big one for preparing for the football, you know, which I guess the, the nature of Advent. But uh, perhaps there would be a, a a place for that. Yes, the I don't know the watching, the waiting, the preparing. Hmm. I mean, I guess this would that would have to be more like, you know, practicing. If you had a tournament coming up, yeah, you would need to say, "I'm gonna lose this if I just walk in there drunk <laughs> and haven't practiced at all." Although I've had some of my better games when I've done. It's true. I must admit that <laughs> on Thanksgiving I'd had a few glasses of wine and I was playing my son John and. It, it harkened back to college days. I was semi-drunk playing, and I was doing wonderful. Yes. <laughs> but but the point is, though, that... <laughs> but my point, and I do have one. Yeah, is that... But without the preparation, right, the practice, the true. working at doing it... That's true. You know, the, when the day comes, you can't just walk in there cold, what's this game I've never played it before, that's, and expect to win. That's a good... That's, so, so, just like preparing for Christ. Yep. Yeah. Prepare. You have to have some skill. Yes. You don't. You don't get those because you check a box on the web. You know. <laughs> That's a very good point. So. Very good point. Well done. Well done, sir. Thank you. I went back to my head. <laughs> All right. All right. So I guess uh, that's our message for the day. And, sure. Uh, we hope you have a good Sunday, everybody, um, or had a good Sunday when you listen to this. And exactly. uh, we'll be back uh, probably. Probably, I guess I shouldn't say we'll be back next. Because <laughs> we never really know. We never know, but but who does really? I mean, when we get to the spiritual level, uh, you know. Indeed. Something. All right. We're planning on being back next week, and you know, and Ryder, how is it going to be next? Man, it's going to be so much better the next time. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. All right. Later. Thanks.